Okie dokie. So what I'm doing here is I'm trying to do a live podcast on YouTube, which is right there in my camera, and then also on my Podbean um, mobile phone or cell phone app. So with the splitter and technology, I was able to kind of do that. If it works, I don't know. So if any of you are listening or trying to listen, uh, let me know um, if there's any audio. Um, because like I say, it's running both directions. I can't do uh, live on YouTube on the phone app because it doesn't, doesn't, I don't have enough subscribers. But I can do it on my laptop. And then I can do Podbean live on audio with Podbean. So I've been experimenting around with that and playing with this and trying to get a, a situation to where I can kind of do both things without recording it and then ripping the audio off of my video and then uploading that here and uploading stuff there. Because in my old age, I've gotten quite fucking lazy to be truthful. And, and so it, it's just a lot of work to do all that. And I don't get a lot of time in my life to do, you know, podcasting and videos and all that stuff. And lately it's just been really kind of complicated um, with things going on and with my day job and with our business. So we shall see. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, burn the candle at both ends, I guess, so to speak. So anyway, I had a question for all of my uh, listeners slash viewers. Uh, when the shit hits the fan, will you survive? And I, I was listening to some uh, podcasts and some stuff uh, just recently on uh, on a lot of you know podcasts that I listen to and videos I watch and stuff. And and it's always funny that they they will say that um, it's going to get really bad. Things are going to be horrible. People are going to be fucking dying all around you. And with the spike protein and the vaccine going the way it is, you know, they're they're literally coming out and saying statistically 2.3 to 9 billion people on planet Earth will die. Um, so that would create all kinds of shortages. I mean, our supply chain is already a, a fucking disaster. I mean, come on. And, and so, you know, that cascades into other things, law enforcement maybe won't show up because things are so bad in their community that they they just can't can't show up. You know, they're like, fuck it, I'm staying home. Um, power companies might stop producing. It doesn't mean there'll be an EMP or a, or something like that. It just people are not showing up. Supermarkets can't get restocked because truckers are not showing up. Truckers can't drive because fuel. Is, is running out everywhere you look. Oh, sounds like maybe the garbage man is coming, driving through. Of course, now that I'm doing this. So when you, when you factor in all that stuff and you, and you factor in the chaos that ensues because of this cascading kind of domino thing that, that just rips through society like a, a fucking wildfire. You know, there's just so many things that can go wrong because we are so dependent on everything that's going on. 
you know, from our logistics to getting our insulin to the insulin to the to the drugstore to pick it up at the proper temperature. And, you know, you can't get prescriptions, you know, filled in bulk quantity anymore. They want you there every week or every month to pick up the freshest stuff. And, and they don't want you accumulating or hoarding this stuff. And so your window of survivability, if the, if the supply chain collapses for insulin, let's just say one thing, um, you're not going to last that long. So people tell you to prepare. People say, oh, stick around. But, you know, a, a lot of that, you know, is based on luck. Will you survive? Well, what if you're in that airplane that, you know, the, the pilot strokes out and has, you know, a heart attack because he was vaccinated? And what if, you know, just something happens? The police don't show up and there's a bad guy at your house because he's going crazy and he's hungry. So you can be taken out so many ways. You can literally get a flu, tuberculosis, or something else and die of an infection because of a cut or something like that. And the hospitals aren't open because they're shut down because no one's showing up because of whatever you know, so when you really look at when you take off your normalcy bias glasses and look at the world and think of how many million ways there are to die normally in our world, and then you 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 factor in, you know, police and law enforcement not showing up. Um, Ambulance services not showing up. Fire departments not showing up. All the first responders um, not being able to show up. Well, what are you going to do? You know, so will you survive? I don't know. A lot of people in the prepper community go, well, if you download my ebook, you'll survive. If you take this course, you'll survive. If you pay this money for this program, You'll survive. I, I, I watched a video. This was years ago. It was like a um, call. I think it was Mystery Babylon or something about the Revelations prophecies. And, and, and there were hundreds of millions of views of this thing. I can't find it now because I don't know the exact title. Um, but, you know, it was all about, you know, the king of the the east and the king of the west or north and south and, and how America's the great Babylon and, and how this weapon of iniquity will be used against the great mystery Babylon. And and they made a really good case, biblically speaking, of why America is this mystery Babylon. Because all the ports will, you know, of all the ships come to mystery Babylon all the time. And and, and people go, well, you know, Baghdad or Iraq was Babylon in the Bible back in the day. But they don't have any seaports or nothing, so it has to be somewhere else. And when it describes what a horror mystery Babylon has become, I'm thinking, well, that sounds a lot like America. And and they went into the, the king of the east, the king of the west, and that would be Putin and Trump. Well, that didn't work out that way. So um, maybe they were wrong in their interpretations. But none of the prophecies sounded really good. You know, when you really look at the book of Revelations and, and in times through the lens of a thinker and you just go 
what does that mean on my basic rudimentary level of, of you know, how I understand the scriptures? It, it's fucked. It's, it's not a pretty rosy picture. And if you don't get, you know, translated during the rapture or whatever and taken up, then you're stuck here on earth, which is a shithole, uh, to deal with all this. So it, it makes you wonder, you know, just how, how, how bad is it going to really, really, really be? You know, and, and if you're a prepper, you've read a lot of the stories from countries that collapsed, even recently with, was it Bosnia or wherever that went through hell on earth? And it was maybe only a month or a couple of weeks, but it was hideously, heinously, you know, for people to survive was terrible. It was tough. So now look at that on a national level and then look at that as a, on a world level because China, as big and bad as they want to act, you know, they're flooding like crazy. Um, dams have broken. So, you know, think of it in your community. If a dam broke and, and fucked up everything, you know, are you going to be able to go to work? Well, no, because the factory went down the fucking river. So, no, you can't go to work. Um, can trucks get in and out to bring you food or to take the products that you make? No, they can't. So do you have a job then? No, not for a while. So, if you, you haven't prepped and you don't have food and, and money and, and set of stuff set aside to survive that two, three months, six months, you know, until they rebuild that infrastructure again, drain it. Even if it wasn't a, a, a dam breaking, it was a, an earthquake or something, you know, going to work might not be an option. Then the government's going to say, well, we'll pay you, blah, blah, blah. Quack, 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 you know, and stuff. So things get bad and shit has hit the fan. It's the end of the world as you knew it at that moment in time. So China's fucked. You know, just look at it. You know, their main things have been destroyed because of this flooding. And, and, and you look at one chip plant that, you know, burnt down or was burnt to the ground by nefarious people, whatever. You know, to where you can't get chips and, and they're having a hard time selling or even, you know, getting rid of their Ford trucks because the F-150s because they, they can't get the chips. And I'm sure it's affecting other auto manufacturers. And that's just the Ford F-150, one chip factory wiped out. How bad did it affect other companies that we don't know about? I, I don't know. Can America build chips? Well, sure, we know how to make microchips. Fuck, we're, we're America. But we don't have a factory that does that because we, you know, sub that all out to China and everywhere. So, pff, whatever. So, um, it would take 10 years to build a chip factory. So you're out of work for 10 years, you know, maybe. So when it literally hits the fan, when it just devolves into Shit, hitting the fan. You can't go to work. Your neighbor can't go to work. People are starving. There's no food on the shelves. You didn't get vaccinated, so you couldn't go to Costco and stock up because 
you were a holdout and didn't want to get vaccinated, but your neighbor got vaccinated, but he's fucking dead, but you don't know where, you know, where all this shit is. You know, so you're not going to break into his house and steal this stuff, are you? I, I would hope not. So, you know, when it just starts going into that, like movies you watch and stuff to where it's anarchy everywhere. You walk out your front door, it's no longer peaceful neighbor. Hey, Mark, how you fucking doing? You know, your neighbor's not there because maybe he's hiding in the house or he's starving or he's fucking eating his dog. Who the fuck knows? But it, it's that bad when it gets that bad. And so, you know, Mystery Babylon was talking about all that, how bad it would be after this weapon of iniquity w- would hit us. And, and and pretty much from Russia, according to them, which they don't have just EMPs. They have massively high yield EMPs nowadays to where, you know, 20 years ago, they'd go out an EMP really wouldn't hurt all of the vehicles. Now they have them that are producing this gamma burst that's in the fucking mega gigawatts of power surging through everything. It'll fuck up. It'll probably make your hair stand on end nowadays. So that happens. And then at the end of this whole, you know, 90 minute video from whoever put it out, talking about all these prophecies and why and how bad. And after they've launched the weapon of uh, iniquity, then every enemy of Babylon will empty their quivers and shoot all their arrows. Well, we don't use those in combat anymore. So I'm thinking all of their missiles and scud missiles and planes have just flown over and dropped everything they got from Pakistan to Russia to Iran to anyone that's got an axe to grind with America, which is pretty much everybody. They shoot all their weapons at us. So we're all fucked. And you're thinking, well, fuck, you know, God has said in the scriptures, no man shall survive this. You know, it's just going to be that fucked up and bad. But if you buy this series on, um, what was it? I think it was gardening and living off grid and, you know, building your house out of straw or whatever the fuck. So they had this this whole thing on how you can grow your own food and survive, you know, to weapon of iniquity and all of this chaos. And you look at the, at just the whole storyline, like everything is just fucked up beyond all belief. It's just fucked, you know, dogs killing dogs and eating people and, running in packs. I mean, anything you can think of, like the most heinous fucking end times you can think of. And it gets that bad. You're not going to survive because you fucking read a book. You're not going to survive if you know how to live off grid and grow your own food. Because people will see your garden and kill you. They will smell your food cooking and kill you. You'll be walking down the street to get a Bic lighter or trade a Bic lighter for a fucking hamburger made out of rat meat and they will fucking kill you. So now it's, you're, you're not, you know, all these little 
normalcy biases that I call them, that if you live off-grid, you're going to survive. If you know how to grow your own food, you will survive. Like Mike Adams always talking about having a garden and stuff. And he's not the only one. Trust me. Everyone talks about that. Well, you know, you're going to be walking around trying to, you know, barter a big pin for a rat burger. And, and where are you going to find that rat burger? The guy that knows how to hunt rats and process meat and make you a rat burger. And that rat burger probably won't be wrapped in lettuce or have a bun. In fact, it'll just be some cooked rat. You know, so what I'm trying to get at is all of these normalcy biases that we have as preppers and survivalists rely on a a certain narrative that survives through it. Like, you'll be able to garden. Well, maybe. Not if there's a, 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 you know, a global winter or just a really fucking cold couple of summers, you know, then your food's not going to grow. You know, um, will you be able to go and hunt in your neighborhood, even eating pack of dogs that are chasing down people? So they're, they're like, kill them and you do and then you eat them. But what if they're infected with something and you can't eat their meat? Or there's radiation. And so all the animals are dying because of the weapon of iniquity. What if it wasn't an EMP? What if it was just a bunch of really big fucking nuclear bombs? And you happened to survive because you were standing on the right side of the fucking hill when it went off in a cave, splunking. And then all of a sudden you walk out and you're like, holy fuck, everyone's dead. Yeah. So, um, fuck, I don't know. You know, what if food won't grow because it's, a volcano and there's so much ash in the air that there's no sunlight. And so therefore dogs and plants and animals are dying also. How will you survive? You know, so don't look at it like all this. It's like, well, I, I bought this food and I, I bought this survival manual and, and I'm going to, I'm going to live now because I'm going to grow my own food. No, you're going to be off of your property and off of your off grid situation and roaming, I don't want to call it like a refugee because we're not going to be refugees. There's nowhere to go. Refugees seem to be going somewhere. You're not going to have that ability to go anywhere. You're just going to be wandering the fuck around, scavenging, like naked and afraid or alone, trying to find something to eat so you can maybe find a place, you know, walk a little farther to find a place to sleep that's semi-secure and possibly make a fire to warm yourself so you can get up and do it again. So, you know, a lot like, you know, when I talked to my wife about it and I was like, this is why we're buying some of these preps and stuff. She's like, so what, we can walk out of a cave and survive whatever's out there? You know, like the movie Greenland, the new one, you know, with the Gerard, Gerard Butler or whatever. I think that's his name. Um, you know, they all make it to this bunker, some fucking where, some government built, and everyone, you know, hasn't turned their back on everyone, which they will, especially if it's the government. In fact, you're not getting in that bumper bunker unless you're really rich or well-connected. You and I are not going to get in there, even if we find an airplane and fly there and happen to land right next to it. And they're like, come on in. Come on, Mark. You're good. No. That's not going to fucking happen. So 
at the end of the movie, they all walk outside and the big bunker doors open up. And they're looking out and the sun is shining. And, you know, it's all fucked up out there. You know, devastation. Because a meteor hit the fucking planet. And so they were down there maybe a year or two, whatever, which is bullshit. And then they're like, okay. Bye. See you at the PTA meeting. No. See, so do you really want to walk out of that bunker alive? I kind of know then. You know, you want to survive the shitstorm, sure. You know, you want to make it past that, you know, thing or something. Um, but I'm just going to type something in here and see if uh, anything is working. That was supposed to be a word. Yeah, seems to be working there. Just nobody's here. Okay. You know, it's a live stream and I just threw it out there and, and, and maybe everyone was notified that are my subscribers. But like I said, I don't have a lot of them. So, you know, it's Tuesday, you know, it's fucking what time is it? It's like 11 o'clock. It's almost lunch, Mark. Jeez. Maybe if he'd have done it like at lunch, I, I might have tuned in while I was eating my fucking Big Mac, you know, and, and the same goes for, you know, over here on, uh, you know, my pod bean, you know, it's just like, I don't know. Is, is anyone listening? I don't know. And it, and it's fine because, like I said, this is my effort to consolidate videos and, and and to have a YouTube video and to have a pod bean, um, you know, podcast. So we'll we'll see how it worked. I mean, I'm sure this is sucking up bandwidth left left and right because my phone is doing it, which it should be doing it via cellular, but I don't know. And then this is using my Wi-Fi or my I'm hardwired into my router from my laptop, so I, I don't know. But anyway, you know, um, there, you can still uh, comment later on. You know, once you watch this, once it's switched over to normal and published uh let me know if there's better times but you know like i said this is just a giant experiment this is the only time i get to do it to where i i ha- i'm a i'm alone and, and have some privacy to just fucking babble about stupid shit i have a lot of days off in a, in a, in a week um but they're really weird random sporadic times and I never know who's going to be calling or demanding some of my time because of my day job. So, but I, I was just uh, listening to some podcasts, just thinking, you know, these these people, you know, they're talking about the end in the times, the end fucking days. The world will fucking end, according to God, or just the course that we are on as Americans and people on planet Earth. They want to kill us. They've said it. They're saying it with their out loud voice. They're actually going, look here, what we're doing. We're killing you. Ha ha ha. And, and so it, it's close. It's like that. Uh, let's see if we can get a little bit of space in there. Like, uh, it's like right there, kind of close. I think you could get a piece of paper in between those two fingers. We're, we're that close. And, and so when people are talking about, you know, if, if you buy this book, if you believe this, philosophy if you read these scriptures if you pray hard enough if you if you study enough if you're listening to my uh podcast or my um webinar 
you'll survive. No, you won't, you know, or you will. And that's all predicated on just kind of being at the right place at the right time and not getting hit by a meteor, not being in a plane if there's an EMP, not being on the ocean if a meteor hits the Pacific coast or the Atlantic coast, you know, then you could survive if you're high enough to where the water doesn't just wash you the fuck away, then you'll survive. But odds are when things get really, 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 really bad, it's going to be that animalistic lizard brain that will keep you alive because you will not be just like in the movies, you know, getting your group together and hanging out. It's going to be animal. You know, we will become pretty fucked up. And, and, and depending on, well, you can't even say if it's depending on the situation because no matter what happens, see, we're not as a country and as a people on earth really ready for that anything to, to happen. You know, it, it, it's like no one could rebuild this country if it fell apart. Our infrastructure is not going to just self-fix itself and people aren't going to show up to work if they're not getting paid. And the government, the only option they'll have then is to print some new money, which is the same as the old money. It's just going to what? All of a sudden they're like, look, just use dollars for now and fix this. They're going to go, no, I don't want to. It's like, well, here's some other monopoly money we created and it's backed up by that fucker with a gun. So go to work. So. It would require time, and during that time, people are going to become like a, a fucking prison riot, you know, or or a bar fight or mob chaos. You you're not going to jump in the middle of it and go, okay, everybody, calm down. I'm cooking some burgers over here. Let's let's have a beer and chill the fuck out. You're going to go, oh, you got beer and hamburger? They'll just shoot you. Come over to your house, rape your wife, steal your shit, eat all your food burn your fucking house down and move on because that's what animals do in that kind of a situation. See, they're, they're not, they're, they're not normal anymore. So we're going to go through that for a year or two, you know, now if you live in a smaller area and, and, and the golden horde gets wiped out, you know, halfway between the big, big, big city and where you live, then you might be able to do like in the, in the, in the movie Jericho, and, and rally around the community and yay, sis boom and, and survive maybe. But, but if, even if you watch Jericho, it, it's a small knit town and there's a few people that are the main characters and everyone else. So what are they doing all day? They're going batshit crazy fucking stuff up and, and they just staying away from Jericho because you'll get shot. So if you're in that community, maybe, 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 some stray bullet won't hit you and kill you or you'll get a paper cut and die of, of fucking some infection because the hospital's out of everything. I mean, watch the movie a million ways to die in the West. It's, it's funny, but you know, it's like, well, geez, doc, he had a splinter. I mean, what could you do? You know, of course he died. Fuck. You know, so we're going to revert back to really bad times and, and, and I don't know how to tell people, you know, yeah, you want to prep, but my idea of prepping is just learn to camp. Oh, we got somebody here. I can't read that. Angie, 
entered the studio, well, welcome aboard. Um, let me know how the sound is and everything and all that shit. Um, so we can prep, but we need to prep lizard style, pack rat style. You know, you can pretty much kiss all your shelters and your readouts and your bug out situations off because they're going to get burned, looted, or robbed. Maybe by your own friends, you know. You don't know. So how do you, how, I mean, you know, if you tell people, well, I'm, I'm prepping to be like a lone wolf, then they look at you like, oh, you're one of them. You're, you're a fucking lone wolf terrorist. No, I've just, I, I've spent my whole life not relying on people. Even in construction, I never really hired that many people because the only person that's going to show up on time and get the job done is fucking me. So I've learned to do that. And so the only way you're going to eat food is to go out and, and, and fucking shoot something. I mean, once you run out of all your preps and stuff, I, d- I don't have a lot of those because it's hard to prep when you're a meat eater. I mean, you can freeze some beef jerky and stuff, but you get too much of that and then you better eat it really quick because it's not, it doesn't have a long shelf life. You know, there's pemmican. You can make your own pemmican, but that shit's fucking expensive. So you're really going to fall back on your hunting skills and trapping skills and luck, you know, and then and, and finding a, a rock to crawl under when things get bad and, and, and surviving. You know, if if you think you're going to live in a big community, that might work. Six, eight months from after the collapse, sure. Can you make it that long? Can you find a, a, a fallback position far enough away and safe enough and with, you know, food and water or at least animals and water, plants if you're into that shit and water, to where you can um, hang out and survive for two months, probably at a minimum, one month, and things might settle down depending on where you live and how close you are to batshit crazy motherfuckers that might walk to your town and kill you. Um, maybe three, four months, you know, so you're going to have to hide on a hill where you can see people coming way high up on the hill where you can see people coming and watch them for a day or two while they're hiking up to where you are to see if they're crazy, vampire crazy nutbags or normal people trying to get away. And then maybe you can interact with them if they don't seem to be like, you know, fucking 50 cards short of a deck and, and work it out. And then you can come back to your community after one three, six months, and start rebuilding. Because you've got to let the virus burn itself out. And, I, and I'm not talking about this stupid COVID BS. I'm talking about the virus of, of crazy, batshit loons freaking out, going, well, I, I'm hungry. Sheriff, you know, feed me. They're going to show up at town council meetings and go, uh, I, I need water. It's like, what's well, the fucking river right over there? Yeah, but I, I need water in a bottle. I don't drink that. Well, then purify it. I don't know how. So see, you know, 
that's what city councils, if they survive, going to be dealing with. What about my medications? What about my food? What about my kids? What about my daughter? She hasn't come home yet. Where is she? What about, uh, you know, my husband? He, he's, he was on a business trip. Can you find him? You know, what about I need water? It's like, well, you have a well. Yeah, but the pump's out. Well, fuck, I don't know. Ask somebody to help you do a, a hand pump. I don't think that's going to work. You know, so I don't want to be near that because I have zero fucking tolerance for ignorance. So I'm the sheriff that would probably freak the fuck out and just leave or kill somebody for going, well, you know, I, I, I don't know how to cook this 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 MRE thing that you gave me. Um, can you send someone over to help me figure it out? It's like, uh, we're in a fucking crisis. Everyone's dying. People are freaking the fuck out. The, the, the hospital's on fire. Yeah, let me walk over and show you how to open an MRE. Or let me just take that MRE back, give it to someone that's not mindless, brain-dead fuck-up, and, and, and I'll just shoot you and put you out of your misery. So this is where it will go. I mean, when you really use your common fucking sense and you really think about it, when America falls, it will be a nightmare. It's not going to be like the 1700s where people knew how to fucking make a candle, you know, make their own soup or soap or clothes or shoes or how to tan animal hides or how to even fucking hunt or how to trap. It's not, see, back then that was living large. They had the facility, they had kerosene lamps and it was like, oh my God, I got a kerosene lamp. Check this out, Bob. I just got this JC Penney's catalog or whatever, Sears and Roma, you know, and that was what in the 1900s, whenever that was up. So they're like, oh my God, look, you turn this thing and the wick goes up or down. Wow, it got brighter in here. Did you see that? Look at that. Wow. Turn it up. Wow. Turn it down. Whoa. You know, so they were they were doing good. See, that was like all new tech to them. That it was like, you know, like your kids with the cell phone. They're like, look at all the shit it does, and you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. We have become those I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. People to where when everything falls apart, what are you gonna fucking do? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's going to be really bad. It's, I, I'm trying to dial it back here, so I'm not sitting there saying how fucked it is. But you know, 200 years ago, we, we as America survived because we were growing into this age that we are now at. Now, if it all fell apart now, we're going to be going back to that shitty time. For them, it wasn't shitty, but for us, it's shitty because we, we, you know, like give one of your grandkids a rotary dial phone just for shits and giggles. If you have a landline, you can hook it up and go, um, call your friend with that. They're like, they, they don't see that. That's us. Like make, make my own soap. How the fuck do I do that? Um, I found this dead dog on my porch. Um, how do I process it? How do I eat it? You know, how do I know if it died of natural causes or it was got some kind of toxin in it? You know, radioactive, radioactive. Like, see, it, it, it's it's like it would really be like um, surviving whatever happens here on Earth, and then being like right now, if if you were just transported to another planet where it looked like Earth, 
but there was no people except, you know, a bunch of strangers. And, and, and then, and then you're standing around going, fuck, I'm hungry. And you're like, I wonder what there is to eat around here. I wonder if I can eat that plant. I, I, I wonder if that bird would come over here if I called it and I could eat it. You know, so that's where like, I would say 70, 80% of Americans are right now. They they would be transported to this fucked up world they have no understanding of and they're going to freak out and they're going to kill people and they're going to sit there and go, I'm hungry. You seem to be uh, not as skinny as me, so you must be eating. Feed me and then you're going to I don't have any food and they're going to go, fuck you then and kill you if they got the upper hand or you'll just go get the fuck out of my face and kill them. So I'm not a great storyteller, obviously. So I can't tell you the, the downfall of human society. It's in the Bible. It's in the news. It's in history. When things get really bad, they, they, they get really bad. And all I can tell my prepper friends is imagine the worst. Like that's a saying in preppers, you know, it's like prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Which sounds cute. But what does it really mean to prepare for the worst? And what is worse than a social collapse? Um, well, an EMP, uh, social collapse, famine, starvation, plagues, you know, all the things that you see in the Bible, all happening to your world right now at one fucking time. So you had a crop of food, but then the locusts came and ate it all. And then what was left was rotten. And when you ate it, you got sick because it was coated in radiation. So now you're, you're crapping and puking and you got food poisoning, let's see, but you can't get medicine. And if you try to walk down to your neighbor's house that might have some medicine for like milk and magnesia or something, you know, there's people killing each other. In fact, your neighbor's laying in the street dead and it's already decomposing. There's so much, you know, bacteria and viruses just in the air from dead bodies that, you know, you know, in your mind, you should clean it up. But, you know, nobody's going to help you because they don't want to walk outside. They're going to, you know, fucking die. You know, so they're like, nah, I'll, I'll pass. So, and, and then, you know, your, your, your pet dog that you're thinking, well, maybe I should eat that. You know, it got picked up by a, a fucking hawk and carried off the other day. So you can't even have that. There's packs of dogs running through the neighborhood, just attacking people and killing them because they're starving. They have rabies, you know, because they got into it with a skunk or something, you know, so you, you can't even eat the meat and you're not sure even how to kill them. And eat the meat. So you go back in your house and you shut the doors and it's cold or it's hot. There's no air conditioning, no electricity. You don't know what's going on. And then you're like, fuck, what am I going to do? And you're looking outside and you're seeing life because life goes on without you or with you. It goes on without America, that's for sure. So there's still birds floating around. There's still squirrels. There's still rabbits in the morning. And you're like, fuck, how do I, how do I eat that? I, you know, I'm a vegetarian. I'm a vegan. You know, my yard is green and full of grass, but I 
can't eat that. I'm not a fucking cow. So that's what you need to prepare for. That's what you need to be thinking of. Because when you look at America and politics right now, they have said we are going to kill two-thirds or more of the Earth's population. And we're going to do it within the next couple years. You know, they've said that now. See, it was always assumed or implied like through, you know, the the Fabian Society and these groups and, and, and even our enemies that have said we will destroy America. And you're like, whatever, go fuck off. It's, it's like somebody telling you I'm going to kick your ass. Well, no, you're not because you don't even live here. But now, see, it's gotten really close to home. It's here. They're saying it. They're doing it. If you think these vaccinations aren't killing people and designed to kill people, then then you need to rethink where you're getting your education. Because, see, you know, doctors will tell you the only way you can test for something with equipment has to have a sample. And there's no sample of COVID-19 or COVID, SARS, COVID-2, whatever they're calling it. They don't have a sample to put in their their equipment to go, when I draw your blood or swab your nasal, it's going to compare it with this this known agent and see if you have it or not. They don't have it because it's made up. They, they made it up as a digital copy and said, if it looks like this, then that's that. But the, they never had it to even make up the digital copy. So it's a, it's a lie. It's a false thing. It's like saying, my wife looks like this digital copy of her when she was 18, but she's not. So they don't have it. And, and so now they're saying, well, now the Delta variant. Well, fuck, they didn't even have the first fucking variant. And now they're saying there's a new and a second and a third variant with nothing to compare it to. So when the CDC says, well, we need to make sure our PCR tests are able to distinguish between the common cold or the flu and this COVID thing, what they're saying is, well, we need that now because we didn't have it then, which is telling me that all this is bullshit. It's it's basically the flu, and they got everyone so worked up and panicked that they they it's it's kind of like your preacher got you so panicked that you gave him all your money and then he left town but he had no proof because he really wasn't a preacher he was a liar and now you're broke well that's what they're, they got everyone so worked out they're like throwing fucking money at these the CDC and the World Health Organization and and our politicians they're like here 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 take my money take my freedom take my spare time do all this stuff, fuck me over, rob me, steal from me, and by all means inject me with a virus, a vaccine. That how can how can they have a vaccine that cures something that they don't know what it is, because they don't have any samples of true SARS-CoV-2, which is COVID-19 really. So listen to some doctors, not the fucking yo-yos that are on TV that are blah 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 blah. Because we know they're full of shit. And why would anybody in the prepper community trust the Food and Drug Administration and the CDC and or the World Health Organization? I mean, really? I mean, fucking really? 
Why there? Kava? Now maybe the garbage man's coming. I'm hearing something really loud. So if you hear a noise, it's the garbage man. Um, so there, there's, there's no strain. See, it's, it's like you can't test if, if this is coffee, if you don't have any coffee or you've never drinking coffee to taste it and go, yep, that's coffee. Well, how the fuck do you know? Have you ever drank coffee? No. Have you ever seen it? No. Have you ever smelt it? No. Then how do you know this is coffee? You got some good coffee. And that's the government. See, they're just, just fucking lying through their teeth. Hey, I got a, a few people here. I'm going to kind of go off topic here just because the garbage man is going to come screaming by here and empty my garbage. I don't know if you'll be able to see it on the video, but you might be able to hear it because it's pretty loud. And, uh, so let me know how the audio is. You know, I, I got a thumbs up from Kava here um, on Podbeam app. I don't know if anyone's watching on YouTube, um, you know, my Prepper Guy channel, which I think is just under Mark Boyle, B-O-Y-L-E, because I've applied for a special name or whatever YouTube says, you know, like you can have just YouTube slash Prepper Guy. Uh, but I don't know why. They don't like me because I'm an asshole, so fuck them. But anyway, um, you, you can, you can find it somehow. There he goes. Bye, dude. Um, so let me know if the audio is good and, and what's going on. I, I, I don't have anyone on, on YouTube, but maybe people are working, but I know people do listen to podcasts all the day. And I have a lot of uh, listeners on Podbeam, you know, under Prepper Guy. So welcome all. Um, so. You know, you're looking at a COVID virus that you're not really looking at. You know, doctors are saying it exists, but it's it's like fucking Santa Claus. It's, it's not real. They just say it's real. And, and so you have to take it on faith. So now they're giving everybody these these vaccines for for what? It's it's really the flu. It's always been the flu. It's a fucking common cold. And, and when you look at the death rate of just, let's just say everybody that died from the flu in the last year and COVID is, is still less than people that died from a normal flu season. So do you care? No. So what then why would you panic? Close your business, wear a mask, do everything the government tells you, wreck our fucking economy, and then get a vaccination of, of, of a, tr- it's not even approved yet. It's still experimental, but yet, Forty some percent of Americans have already volunteered. It's like, yeah, fucking poison me with that experiment, and and so, you know, I think more people would would you know question whether Coke tastes better than Pepsi than this fucking vaccine. But no, apparently not. They're just like, yeah, give me the shot. I need the job. It does exist, but everyone has COVID. It's something else. Well, yeah, there's something. There's something killing people because people are dying from it, you know, Kava says. But, you know, it's they don't know what it is. They can't quantify it. They could they could maybe say, here's a flu um, sample from like, you know, 10 years ago. Um, but um, this is not COVID-19. But they're seeing see they're saying that this this COVID thing is like magic and special. And that's why. They shut down the economy, but they don't have a sample they can test in a lab 
and call it special. And, and, and really, I'm not good at explaining this, but if you go to brighteon.com, it's B-R-I-G-H-T-E-O-N.com, and, and go to Health Ranger Report. I can't post it anywhere because it always gets banned because uh, Mike Adams has been banned because he's smart and he, and he owns a laboratory. He does food testing. He has mass spectrometers that cost five, six hundred thousand dollars. And he's explaining why they can't, they can't tell you what it is because they don't know what it is because it's only a digital copy, not a true one. Um, okay. It's brighteon.com. So it's B-R-I-G-H-T-E. O-N.com. And there, and it's a video site. It's kind of like a YouTube alternative um, that he had to create himself because he was so banned. And he's got millions of dollars invested in Brighteon. And, and therefore, you know, he's not a schlup and an idiot. Yes, Kava, that is the right spelling, Brighteon.com. Um, and so there's a lot of videos on there. His show is Health Ranger Report. And so when you go to his uh, channel, I think it's health. Well, you know what? I, I will refresh this. Let me see where I'm at because I don't want to lose my place. I'm at 55 minutes into an hour or so of his show. Um, let me refresh it just for your convenience because he has it. Okay, so it's brighteon.com, like you said, and then you would do a forward slash Channels forward slash H R report. So it, it would be H R R, but it's report at the end of it. So H R R E P O R T. Very good facts. And the guy, like I said, is not an idiot and he can explain this so much better. Um, and, and, you know, here he is talking about, you know, this this Delta variant and the lockdowns and all this stuff. But and he's had doctors on there that are the guy that invented, you know, some of these vaccines is saying this whole Delta variant is bullshit because they don't have samples to test. And they call it a sample. And you get a vial, little glass vial, and it's got that variant in it. And then you can you can you can have your machines sample that. And then, therefore, your mass spectrometer, because a PCR test can't check for load and all that. So, and, and he was going to buy a mass spectrometer for like fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000. And they told him, it can't tell you how much of that one thing is in it. It can just say it's in it. So, he uses mass spectrometers and he can sit there and say, how much glyphosate is in this food that you're going to buy from him? Because that's what he does for business. And so he has to have samples of, you know, um, glyphosate. And he buys these vials, a couple hundred bucks, and he tests it. And he can tell the machine, look at this, look at that, compare it with this in this quantity. So, you know, he's not an idiot. And, 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 and him and these doctors are the ones that are saying, you're being lied to. Is there something out there that's killing people? Sure. It's the, the flu. The flu kills people every fucking season. 
Every flu season, people die. About as many has died from this COVID. But the COVID was so bad. Oh, my God. We all got to shut down, stay the fuck home, ruin America's economy. And, and you have to ask yourself as a thinker, why would we fucking do that for the flu? Well, it's not the flu. See, it's magic. It's these magic beans. You would never trade your cow, you know, jack and the beanstalk, for a bunch of stupid beans, but these are magic beans. Oh, well, then here, take my cow. I'll grow these magic beans. And it works out in the story of jack and the beanstalk because it's a fucking story. But the reality is, you know, they, they lied to us. And now our economy's like teetering on collapse. Our, our supply chains are fucked because people would rather get get a free check from the government than actually go to work. So it, it, it's this big massive shutdown on our society. And if you pour enough gravel in front of a semi, eventually it's just going to come to a stop, even if it's running downhill and the brakes are burned up. Segregation will begin, says Kava. I believe that, you know, they're, they're, they're already, you know, dividing us to conquer us. And, and so now it's the, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. But if you look at the statistics, if you can find them, like Israel, one of the most vaccinated countries on planet Earth, has like all of these cases of the Delta variant. And and and, and who are most of the patients? The vaccinated patients. See, it's not the unvaccinated that are spreading the Delta variant. It's the vaccinated. Why? Because the vaccine is the virus. They want these spike proteins. And there was a really good uh, video. Um, you know what? I'm going to sit there and scroll down, see if I can find this guy's face here, just because uh, it, it was so good. It, it was from eh, practically a month ago. And it was just one of his little videos that he had on there. Um, proof that puts an end to SARS-CoV-2 narrative. Professor Sakari. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. Professor S-U-C-H-A-R-I-T. Last name B-H-A-K-D-I. So um, watch that one. And he, and he explains to you how how this all works and how they're killing us with this, this fake, you know, pandemic and the vaccine and how the spike protein attacks your body. And, and so... Normal immunity would do it a certain way, but the spike protein is designed to, to literally fuck us up. So I, you know, this is why I'm saying you, you, you have to prepare because there are evil people out there, evil doers, as Bush would say, that are trying to destroy America and kill you, your family, your children, and your fucking pets for all that matters. Because now they're already talking about you know, this, this one Kava, you know, on my pod beam says that segregation will begin. Well, they're already talking now, uh, in, in rumors, you know, they're not going to put it on CNN or anything that they need to d- destroy a lot of our, our pets because they could be carriers. So now you're not going to trust your precious little fucking dog or cat. Well, not if they tell you not to. Well, they'll, they'll provide a vaccine, which will be like anesthetizing your fucking dog, basically. And then they'll go, oh, sorry, it died because it had a reaction to because it, it was infected. That's why. See, we didn't put it to sleep and kill it, but it would kill them. Pain, you know, 
humanely if they were infected. And look, he's fucking dead. Well, of course, because we shot him up with the, that fucking drug that kills dogs. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's fucked. We're fucked. Everything's fucked. And, and, you know, this is why I've, I've stopped doing as many podcasts is because, you know, how many times can I be the voice in the woods, just like everybody else that's in the prepper community going, Hey, get your fucking ducks in a row because it's coming. And, and, and so I listen to a lot of these podcasts from people that are way smarter than me, like Alex Jones and Mike Adams from Bright Dion and, and some of these doctors, like even Steve Banning in the war room is, is having really good interviews with exceedingly smart people. You might not like Alex Jones, but he's interviewing doctors that you wouldn't even be able to fucking call and go, dude, can I get an appointment? I, my toes hurting. I mean, they're, they're elite medical doctors. And, and so when you listen to these people like, um, you know, Mike Adams, and Alex Jones and Steve Banning. And there's a lot of other really good ones. that's just not on the top of my fucking head. You know, John Moore. Um, who's this other guy here? There's another guy. Um, Thomas Renz, you know, are, are, are being interviewed by people that you, you and I couldn't talk to him and interview him. My, my podcast, nobody's going to fucking talk to me. I'm a crazy man. I mean, fucking listen to my podcast. So, you listen to it and then you absorb it all and then you go, holy shit, we're so fucked. And then, you know, even my, my wife, who is very, you know, not a prepper type person, has been listening to Mike Adams. So he's really good. Like if you have a, if you're married and you have a wife that this is not quite into the prepper movement. Um, you know, Mike Adams is very popular with, with, with the wives because uh, he's, he's got a, a style about what he talks about that, doesn't freak women out, but it gets them to thinking and they're like, yeah, you know what? You know, my wife's like, well, you should spend some money on some silver. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> fuck yeah. You know, maybe you should buy another gun. It's like, really? Oh, awesome. You know, so, you know, you, you, you can only prep so much. I mean, you can only carry so much stuff in your pockets when the world ends and stuff. I'm reading what Kava said here. Therefore, we will no longer be considered a human with natural rights. Yeah, we're already there. I mean, really. I mean, you know, if you, if you look at Agenda 21 and stuff, they're really pushing us into a corner to where, uh, like any animal, we're going to have to either defend ourselves and bite and, and then run the risk of being considered conspiracy theorists, white supremacists, whatever, black supremacists, Mexican supremacists, Asian supremacists, jihad supremacists, whatever your nationality is. Once you get backed into a corner and you fight back, you're the bad guy. They're the victim. They're the heroes. Why would you take it out on, you know, a, a bunch of doctors that are coming to your house to force evacuate, inoculate you? Why? Because I've had enough. And so then you're the bad guy. You shot them. They were heroes. You killed them. No, they were kicking my door down and trying to tie me down and, and, and vaccinate me. Fuck them. I shot them. Well, you're the bad guy. Sorry. You're the fucking bad guy. In their narrative. Um, 
I think my messages are being censored. I, I'm not on my app here. I'm seeing you. Can I read all the chats? I've been trying to read all the chats um, because, Kevin, you had put down something about intellectual property, and then you also said they wanted to change our DNA to considered legal property, you know, and not legal property of the owner's rights. So, and 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 so, I'm getting your your things. It's like, okay, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're not being censored here now. You know, if Maybe on on YouTube. Fuck, I have no idea. I've never really do any live things on you uh, YouTube. Uh, you know, a couple test ones and stuff. But I'm on on YouTube, and, and I and I don't even know my fucking channel. So, <laughs> I mean, trust me, YouTube's not you know been the bane of my existence for a long time. But it is free, so therefore I use it. You know, I used to use StreamYard. StreamYard's really nice for doing live things and stuff like that. But then there's another step that's it's like, this is working. Fuck it. So I, I'm hoping that the audio, according to YouTube, my audio meter is, is coming. Up. Oh, okay. Kava says it's because the network keeps saying it's unstable <laughs> or I'm unstable. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, Kava. What I had, had said is I had bought a splitter for my microphone that I'm wearing and my headset, and, and, and then it goes into my phone, which should be using the cellular signal, but it's probably using my Wi-Fi at home. And then and then YouTube is, is hardwired to a cat wire to my router, and, and so – I'm, I'm sure some of it's a little iffy, and and when I listen to it back, I might have to rethink how I do this. But uh, for now, I'm trying to get it to go to both YouTube and uh, Podbeam, you know, to my Podbeam account. But if if YouTube is not working right, then what I could probably do is just record it on YouTube without trying to do the live thing. Because I don't get a lot of viewers on YouTube anyway, and then do the live through Podbean, and then that way when I publish it, it's there, and I don't have to upload it and dick around with it and all that stuff. And then I could just um, save it, you know, from my computer to YouTube, upload it, download it back, fucking let it do its thing, and then put it on YouTube and also on uh, Podbean. Or no, it's ContraRadioNetwork.Podbeam.com, which does video. And that's uh, my friend John Jeffers at Contra Radio Network, which uh, does this hosting for my show and stuff. So I'm just trying to, to get it. So you're saying uh, my audio is good, Kava. Thank you so much. And and then I don't have anyone on YouTube to tell me whether the video sucks, blows, or whatever. You can do live direct to YouTube on speaker. Spreaker. Spreaker. Well, what I did is I just used a, a Y connection. So it comes out of my headphones and then the microphone jack that has the mic and the headphones, I split it to go to my laptop and to my cell phone. So it's kind of the same thing. Um, Real Patriot's voice entered the studio. Thank you. Welcome, Real Patriot's voice. So yeah, Kava, um, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, 
and like I said, I, I would give you the YouTube address, but I, I don't know what my channel is on YouTube. You know, I think it's just Mark, M-A-R-K-B-O-Y-L-E, Mark Boyle. And then, but I call it the prepper guy, but I, I do everything under Mark Boyle. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not one of those people that want to hide behind anonymity. I, I just, I want to warn people. I don't think I'm offending that many people that I got to worry about somebody hunting and tracking me down. It'd actually be kind of an honor if somebody would, you know, wanted to find me, but everyone in my community know where I live. I own a business. I have websites all over the place. I use my name. I'm uh, also the, PrepperGuy.com, you know, uh, website that I'm I'm working on changing that format up a lot, a little bit to where I can, maybe if I can get YouTube to work or my live things to work, then I can have it live right on my website. But I, I don't know yet. You know, all this means, um, Real Patriot says thanks for having me. Hey, you're totally welcome. Um, so you're a Podbean listener, which is awesome. I like podcasting. Way more than than uh, video, and, and I do both podcast and video only because I hate fucking typing, and that's what PrepperGuy.com started out to be a blog, but then I realized blogging equals typing, which equals fuck that, so I started doing podcasting. But you're very welcome, um, real patriots. Appreciate it. Um, so I, you know, I just I don't. I don't know. You know, I try to gather all this information and I try to look at it as a thinker. And I'm not a really smart person that way when it comes to being articulate or being able to extrapolate a lot out of something. But I can hear a shit ton of information and I can pretty much tell you where it's going to land. And it's going to land on our doorstep. It's, you know, as preppers and everything else, it's, you know, what does your YouTube profile pic look like? Um, ah, fuck, I don't know. I'm, I'm on YouTube, so I can't look at it. Um, it's just me, um, I think. And it says, uh, Prepper Guy, welcome to your favorite retreat or something, something like that. Um, so I can extrapolate a lot of information. Like I, I studied nutrition for six, seven years. And I read a lot of books on nutrition, but when, when it all boiled down to the simple fact that when you swallow food, your body does one of two things with it. It, it, it either turns it into, you know, blood glucose, which is sugar, carbohydrates, and then produces insulin to get the muscles to use that energy, or it creates ketones, which is from fat, and then your body runs on ketones. So your body can only run on one of two fuels, just like a, a dual fuel generator can run on propane or gasoline. It can't do it both at the same time. So what I learned through all my reading was when you when you eat too many carbohydrates, that there's like a little switch, just like on your dual fuel carburetor, that it flips to, carb, uh, to propane or it flips to gas. And so when you eat a lot of sugar, let's just say that that sugar is gasoline, and so it flips to, to, to gasoline, to sugar, and then it can't burn fat. So if you're mixing your food intake with carbohydrates and, and fat content, then the fat's going to get stored because it can't burn it for four hours because it's burning sugar. Does that make sense? So you can't, you could switch your, your dual fuel generator from propane to gas and back and forth and it'll keep running. But once it flips out of, you know, from sugar, it can't burn fat for four hours. Well, it's four, not four, four. 
uh, four hours. So, you know, I, I learned all that, but I had to read, you know, Leninger's biochemistry. I had to read, uh, you know, the glycation factor, um, you know, all these books on nutrition just to find that one fucking nugget because I don't want to know. It, it's, it's like science is like uh, thermodynamics. I mean, it's a big field. Thermodynamics is a huge fucking field. And, and so I don't need to know all of that. I just need to know when I touch a red hot piece of metal, it's going to burn my fucking finger. Then I won't do it anymore. And so nutrition is that way. There's, you know, if you're studying biochemistry, I don't want to know how my fucking hair follicles grow or my fingernails. I, so I don't give a shit. I just want to know the process when I swallow food, what happens. And so that's why I've gone to the a purely meat-based diet. Now, um, my buddy here, Kava, says, um, I'd like to start prepping. Everyone should start prepping um, because they're, they're really on a collision course with whatever destiny they got in mind for us. And, and we are not part of their mathematical equation. Whether you or I survive is irrelevant to them. We're not part of that, that equation, that picture. And, and so, you know, they, they, they say you're either at the table or on the menu. Well, we're on the menu and, and our, our livelihoods, our families, our middle class have been destroyed. You know, the, the, the family unit has been destroyed. You know, so, oh, you can't find my YouTube. You know what? I, I will uh, share a link into that. Um, maybe I could probably, maybe, <laughs> let's see if I can really download the system here and screw it all up. If I go to YouTube right now and then, see, yeah, it is slow. Oh, my God. Everything is slow as molasses. And then I go to my channel. So I'm sorry. If, if everything crashes, it, it, it's it's. It's, it's because I'm a dumbass. Um, so my channel is, oh, God, just channel C. It's like YouTube channel. And then it's just a bunch of numbers and scribbly bullshit. It was supposed to say Prepper Guy, but it doesn't. So fucking whatever. I'm going to close all of these windows down, and I'm going to close down Telegram. And that might help things. Um, I can't, I can't share it with you, um, right now because that would require me being able to multitask <laughs> and I fucking suck at that. Um, so, um, I will, I will get that to you and, and, and I'll put it in there. In fact, if you go to prepperguy.com, all one word, prepperguy.com, um, then you can you can find my videos and then by watching those videos if you click on see on youtube it'll take you to my youtube channel that's kind of a workaround um, so when it comes to nutrition that's how i've derived at, at my thinking i'm 67 years old i take no medication and, and so therefore that's because i'm on the keto diet and, and immediately now that's not saying that i don't eat some carbohydrates, but I keep them exceedingly low. And the reason I do that is so it doesn't trigger that switch to where I stop fat burning because I want to burn fat. I want to burn body fat. I want to burn the fat that I eat and my steak and my bacon. I want to burn fat always, 
never sugar. Insulin is the fucking worst for you. So getting back to when you said um, um, you want to be a prepper, start camping. I tell this to everybody that I talk to on my website and my blog and, and even my Facebook page, uh, Prepper Guy, you know, start camping. Because, see, most preppers will tell you to, to create a list. Gabba wants to call in. It said something, and then uh, it said something about you wanted to call in, and and then it didn't tell me nothing. You're more than welcome to call in. I just don't know how to do that. Um, oh, fuck. Anyway. Uh, if, if I if I knew how to use this app better, I probably wouldn't be screwing you over, Kava. But um, you can call in. I, I I don't know if you need my cell number or if it, if it's an email address. Like if I push call in, it says add email address, and and I don't I don't I don't know how to do that either. But yeah, I'm sorry, Kava. Um, so start start camping. Because preppers will tell you to create a list, a list of lists, like how much water per person, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and the best way to, to figure out how to make that list is to go camping. Take your family camping. Your, your kids, one or two or ten or your pets or whatever, all have specific needs that you will find when you're camping. You will find out one of your kids got bit by a bee or stung by a bee, and, and they're having an anaphylactic shock. You didn't know that because they'd never been stung by a bee. And so you now you know. See, um, I need an EpiPen. I need this. I need that. Um, my baby will shut the fuck up because he's five years old. Invite. There, let me see. You've sent an invite. Okay. It's, it appears that I sent an invite, so let's see what happens now. Got to be quick with this motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Um, so let's see what happens next. Um, so then you, you start building your list of lists. What kids need what? You know, which ones will sleep better if you give them a little hot chocolate? You know, how to make a fire. Kava wants to call in. I, I, I said, sent, hey there, buddy. Oh, okay. Is it Kava? I keep calling you buddy, but you, you, you might be a female. <laughs> That's okay. It's Um, I just wanted to let you know that when I tried to go to your website, it said that the site could not be found. Okay. But I don't know is, if it's my network. Or is that prepperguy.com? Yeah. Because I, I know I got a, a thing from my web hosting company, I uh, used WPX, and they said that they had had a, some kind of attack and had brought it down. But uh, I don't know if they got it back up again. <laughs> I, I could look real quick, I'm sure. No, I, I'm looking for you again on my other phone. It's G-U-Y. I have to type it in sometimes. <laughs> P-R-E-P-P-E-R-G-U-Y. Prepper guy, yep, dot com. And, it, like I said, it, you know, they did have a, a an attack. Oh, there it is. So it, it, it's – Okay, there it is. Okay. So on the yeah, cover, it's got, you know uh, – the HHR report that's from a couple of days ago, and and then if you go down, scroll down, there's Prepper Guy content. That's me. So then you're on the right website. Cool. Um, yeah. So 
you want to get into prepping? Is this something kind of newish for you? Um, I well, pretty much, yeah. But in light of recent events, I think it would be a smart move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they're definitely uh, got something cooking, don't they? Um, Oh, yeah. Well, I've always recommended, and I have, uh, you know, almost 200 podcasts out there on, on Podbean. And, and if you scroll way back, there's some, you know, lessons, but I'm always venting and ranting, and I'm very not on point most of the time. But I think camping. Can I tell you my living situation, and then you can, you can give me some advice that way. What was that? If you. <clears throat> uh, if I tell you my, li- my living situation, like I live in a condo but it's pretty much an apartment okay um on the second floor in a neighborhood not really in the city it's kind of like a city outside the city nice kind of rural ish outside like a Mm, no no not not quite yet okay well there's like apartment buildings and houses okay well i lived in apartments for years and you know I mean, you, you you can trust your your neighbors to show up for a barbecue, but that's about it. Um, I I look at prepping as I always plan on bugging out, even where I live now, and I have I have property and and my house is done, and I have my preps and all that. But when things get bad, I don't want to be around, and that's my underlying philosophy is that. I would rather go hide up in the hills for a week and watch the fires burn out and then come back because a lot of my friends in law enforcement tell me that when things get really bad, if you try to protect yourself, you may be considered a vigilante or part of the problem. And so they might arrest you, and then you're sitting in a jail cell during the apocalypse, which seems like a bad idea to me. So I look, yeah, I, agree. I look at it not like bugging out because that seems kind of like cowardly and final. I just look at it as as a fallback position. I And it, it, even when I lived in apartments, I always knew that if I had to walk, worst case scenario, I could walk four or five miles one way or the other and at least get away from all the, the crazy zombies or whatever they are. And then I can regroup and, and then think about what I want to do. Now, the community I live in right now, you know, it's maybe five, 6,000 people. Uh, you know, I like a few of them. So if I fall back and, and go up in the mountains, you know, I, I don't need to take all my preps with me because I might not have time. So long as I have, you know, a rifle and some in my backpack or bug out bag, whatever they want to call it, I can hang out there for a while and then come back when, when I see that law enforcement is, you know, decided to stay home and take care of their own family. And so yeah. it, it, it's, I look at it, that, and that's why I say <coughs> prepping is camping. Camping is prepping. You know, you no matter how bad things get, you're going to be somewhere, not at home, camping, you know, out in the wild. So learn to make fires, learn to trap, learn to hunt, forage, whatever, you know, you, you like doing. And just, you know, go camping as much as you can and just find a skill like setting up a tent or building a shelter out of sticks or, or making a fire. Even if you're using a lighter, you know, learn how to make a fire because it can be kind of difficult 
you know, when you're stressed or if it's wet or rainy. And then just practice it for the weekend while you're camping. I mean, worst case scenario, if you really screw shit up and your tent blows away, get in your car and go home. The world hasn't ended just yet, you know. And, and so that's that's the safest advice because you'll, you know, if you have children or pets, you'll you'll learn exactly what they need for one one or two nights in, in camping. And and it's just, I mean. It's on-the-job training, and it and it's fun. Most people pay money to go camping, you know. So that's that's usually my advice for for people that are just starting out. Because I've been worried about the world ending for I don't know since 1978. It's still here. So you know, I don't, I don't know if that that kind of helps a little bit. I don't. Are you still there? I don't know if I lost you or not. My my contact or my phone might have screwed up. Oh, looks like you you dropped off, Kava. I did. There you are. This this whole time I haven't heard anything. It's, the network keeps cutting out. Oh crap! Well, I wonder if it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the only this this app doesn't show me my my audio going out. So YouTube's showing that, that I have audio out, but uh, so uh, when I publish it, then we'll see. But yeah, I, I just I honestly think that that camping is the best best starting point because it's fun. Okay. <laughs> so hopefully that it's showing you on the app as here, but your little icon that was up there before is um, not there anymore. An area. What's that? Like have a plan, right? Like, like a, an area to, to go to. So that's so. Like my first step, I think I should probably at least like look, find locations that I could go to, so I know where to go when the time comes. Right, and and you know just talk to people, you know, about where they go camping and stuff, because it doesn't matter in the beginning if there's a lot of people around or not. You know, it's just somewhere close that you know. Let's say your car won't start or you're out of gas, where you can walk and be safe enough you know so I, how long does gas um is the shelf life um they say you know six eight months i i put um, a product called stable s-t-a-b-l i think or something like that and it'll keep it to where it lasts longer you know for like my Lawn, lawnmower and stuff, I put it in there so if I forget to drain the tank in the winter it still starts. Diesel, diesel lasts longer, you know, so if you're in the mood to buy a diesel vehicle, that's always fun. <laughs> it's expensive though, or more expensive. Yeah, I don't know. I have a I have a Chrysler town and country uh, that I actually lived in for one summer. Oh, okay. Um, well, see then, you're, you're, you're really uh, actually probably more prepared mindset wise than a lot of people because you've had to do that, you know, whether it was, yeah, you know, it might not have been voluntary or not, but most bug out and prepping is not going to be voluntary anyway. It's, you know, it's, it's a great learning experience for sure. I bet. I bet it really was, you know, it's, 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 it's tough because that's, you know, whether there were zombies trying to eat you or what, you were still, had to deal with, you know, food and shelter and, and warmth, 
and, and, and surviving. And that's, that's what prepping is all about, staying yeah. alive. And ste- stealth mode. Yeah. Was my motto, stealth mode. Yeah. Being a, being a gray, a gray man or a gray person, you know, just to where people yeah. don't notice in you and they, they don't screw with you. So you probably learned a, a shit ton that you, you don't think about, but now it's, it's there, you know, how to avoid confrontation, how to avoid being seen, all this, because I have no faith in humanity whatsoever. It's diminishing for me, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It it's getting quite scary, actually. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't take long to, you know, I, I had a bunch of rental properties for a while when my mom passed away. And, and, and I learned really quick, no matter how nice you try to be to people, they're just going to screw you and, and throw rocks through your window when they leave because you evicted them. It's like, I'm sorry, I gave you yeah. a year, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's a difficult um, deal. It is because, you know, you want to help people. And, and, and uh, you know, I'm limited. You know, my my ability to help people is just as limited as yours. You know, you want to help everyone, but you can't. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, government doesn't allow us to be endlessly charitable, you know, with our rental properties. Yeah. You know? I think living, like, like housing should be addressed. It's, I think it's, a, I mean, everyone's about to be evicted. Right. But I know why they're doing it, and it, it's sick. Right. And it just sucks. Well, and you look at the, you know, that's the middle class that they destroyed. But, you know, you, you look at, I was watching, a, a, you know, something on Venice Beach. And, you know, I used to go there in the, in the 80s because I am that old. And, uh, you know, that property was like a million dollars for a condo back then. And now there's people living on the beach that you would have had to pay, you know, a lot of money just to go on that beach. And, and it's sad to see that people have to live that way. And then, you know, like, well, you know, tell me about your circumstances. I mean, I'm sure you just weren't one of those people that gave up and just decided to live in your car. Something. Oh, it, I, I had a, um, I got, <laughs> it's hard for me to talk about, but it was a domestic violence thing. And, and, um, I ended up just, uh, not having anywhere to go and ran out of money um, and at a, at a place where I was fit, just figuring things out mm-hmm. and also trying to protect myself. And uh, I didn't really have much support from people because I was in an abusive relationship that isolated me from them. Yeah. And after he went to jail for attacking me, um, like I was left with this really expensive apartment by myself and I ended up having to leave early. So then I couldn't even get a place after that, even if I had money because I was blacklisted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. You know. Life has a way of sucking. No matter <laughs> I'm not proud of hard that. To try. And yeah. I guess the pamphlets. Plus I have a dog. Oh yeah. So it's hard to get a job when you're homeless. <laughs> Yeah, with the dog. Yeah, it, it it gets tougher, you know, and, and well, that's a good thing you didn't just say screw it and abandon the dog and get a job. I mean, that's, oh yeah, oh, gosh. Uh, most people. He's my number one priority. Like, I, as long as he's like, I I just want to make sure he's comfortable. You know, everything else like the the zombie apocalypse, whatever. Like, I'm fine, but I just want to make sure. Right, but it, it's sad how many people will just turn their turn their back on their animals. It's like, why'd you get one? 
I think I'm, I don't know if you can hear me or if I can't hear you. All right, now I can oh, hear you. So I don't, yeah, I, I'm so new at this live shit that uh, I don't know if it's maybe your phone and where you're at or mine or. It keeps saying the network is unstable. Yeah. It's like at the bottom of the screen. Probably talking about me. <laughs> but, well, it's, it's nice that you shared your story. I mean, it, it, it sucks. And, and I don't think, you know, we really paid attention to the pamphlets before we came to this planet. You know, maybe if it was God's plan. <laughs> well, it was in legalese. How, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it just sounded great. And it, it appears to be English, but uh, I don't know. Right. But, you know, it, it's never meant to be easy or any of that. It was just life, and we, we deal with it. And, and see, when you really look at it, you, you were able to actually go through all that and, and have compassion for, you know, a pet or a child or a person or whatever it is. That says a lot about yeah, you when it comes yeah. time to, you know, for judgment. You know, whether you live in a fancy house or not is, is irrelevant, I think. God, you know, but I, I, I'm not very religious. I'm just extremely religious, but I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't talk about it a lot because my beliefs are just so out there. It freaks people out, but I know there's somebody there watching. Can you share with me? Huh? Can you give me like a, like, a, like an example of like, I, I just, like what do you mean by, I, I look at that there were two simple commandments and it was, you know, if I can believe anything the Bible says, because it was written by man, so I don't believe man you know, mankind anyway. And, and so I, th I think if we can extrapolate anything from all the writings, even not just the Bible, but the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Thick Black Theory and, you know, the Mayans and all that, it just said, love your creator and, and don't be an ass. I, I, yeah, that's common sense. Yeah, I think everything else has been added to control us, you know, through, like you yeah. were saying, legalese, it's just... It's, it's spiritual legalese. It's like, well, don't do this on Sunday. Don't do that. And I don't remember God ever saying that. And and, and the punishment. Yeah. When you look at the, right. the wars that have been fought over this bullshit and all that. It's like, I don't see God or Jesus being that way. I see Satan being that way. You know, so I, I, I strip it all down. What, what do you think about? What do you think about Exodus eighteen? Or 22. I don't know. Exodus, verse 22, 18. It says, Thou shalt not uh, survive the life of a sorceress. The lies of sorcerers? or The, the life of a sorceress. Basically, people inter interpret it to be that you could kill a witch. Oh. That's what people interpret it. But I thought that was kind of an interesting thing about the Bible. Yeah. I just, you know, every time I read something in the Bible, and I've, I've studied it a lot, but I, I, I don't remember much of it, but it just seems like I look at it as, you know, if I can believe that there was a, a, a war in heaven or a debate in heaven, this war seems pretty stupid, then I think Satan's plan was I'll, I'll make him do the right thing and, you know, nobody will not make it, you know, to heaven or whatever. And, and Jesus' plan was more simple. It's like, let him screw up and I'll, I'll atone. And so Satan is the control freak. So if anyone's writing all these stupid scriptures and trying to control man, it would be Satan. Because he, he wasn't trying to get well, us to all go to hell. He was trying to get us all to go to heaven. I think he wants to keep us here. Yeah. I, I think that they're going to um, 
basically claim our bodies and just like basically one step away from our souls. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and keep us like in this cycle realm or whatever. So we can't transcend to heaven or wherever. That's, I, I know that's the only thing that I can really, that and also, you know, like you're familiar with the Georgia Guidestones, right? I've heard about them and I think I've, I've studied them, but I can't remember. Well, the first commandment, they call them like commandments. It's like a list of 10 things. Uh, the first one says that we need to keep the population at 500 million people. Oh, well, we fucking blew through that. <laughs> and then it, yeah, and then it talks about how to preserve nature and harmonize with nature. It, it, we have to keep the population down to harmonize with nature. Yeah. And and I, I think that, that, you know, that's one of the biggest reasons why people, you know, see all this happening as basically forced genocide. Yeah. I don't know because I, I listen to people and go, oh, you know, pray for God to help us and pray for this and pray for that. And, and I think quite literally, I don't th- I don't think God is a helicopter parent. I think the goal was that we came here, we got our physical bodies. The earth will survive no matter how bad we screw it up because it'll, we can't screw it up as bad as it was when it was, you know, all volcanoes and unstable and continents moving around. So I, I, I think our job is just to be here, to love the fact that our creator created us and, and, to, and to love our fellow being as much as we can and treat them like we want to be treated. And everything else becomes superficial to me. I just, if I could pull those two things off, I think I, I would, I would have done really well. And, and then, you know, I'm not a big fan on, you know, global this or global that. I mean, the earth could sneeze and blow us all into space and not even care. You know, it's just, you know, and, and yeah, you know, it just shake and we're gone. <laughs> so. I think that we're definitely valuable um, to whatever dark entity is, you know, closing in on us. I think that we're valuable and we are more than what it's making us believe because it's like why all the secrecy and everything. It's like they're at war with us and we don't even know it, you know, and it's like, why don't they just come through and just kill a bunch of people and, get it over with, you know, they, why do they have to do it like this? So sneaky, like it makes you wonder, you know, well, I think that's what this whole pandemic or pandemic is. It's just a, you know, it's the vaccine and the spike protein that's going to kill us all. But I, I, Jesus, I've been talking for an hour and 34 minutes. I gotten, you know, a lot of people on Podbeam, nothing on YouTube. So screw YouTube. <laughs> YouTube sucks. Yeah, it, it it really does, and I'm I'm not a fan of their control. I, I hate people controlling anybody, and and as as a parent, I wasn't even a control freak. It's just like, don't be an idiot. And I got to go to work now. But you know, so, <laughs> but it was a real pleasure. Uh, what uh, I, I guess? Yes, thank you. It's Kava. Sava. Sava, beautiful name. Well, I'll let you go, and I, I will wrap this uh, the show up, and 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 then I'll I will be potty, uh, posting it on Podbeam. I don't know if you follow me on Podbeam. I do now. You do now. Awesome. And so we'll have you. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, not a problem. 
I enjoyed the heck out of it because it's it's more fun to interact with people than to just, yeah. just to yeah. rant. And, and a lot of times I, I, I like I, I was saying in the beginning, I don't know if you caught it. I just I don't have a lot of time to do these things. And so it's really sporadic. So I can't tell people I'll be here every Tuesday at nine o'clock or whatever because I, I won't. And and you know we I have a business to run and then we're re, we just finished remodeling our house which got me in trouble with the city so I got court cases and stuff which they, uh, they can found some permits yeah I didn't get one and they freaked out which I <laughs> so I've been to I've been to court well not to court but to pretrial like uh, four times and they don't know what to do with me because I told them I go well you want me to get a permit sell me one and legally they can't tell me how much it is. So I kind of got them over a barrel, but but it's fun, you know. I always like going to court. It's my form of self-defense training. <laughs> it's like I've never been in a street nice. fight, but legal is something everyone should learn. You know, the legal system was yeah, at least to protect themselves. Yeah, because right. you, you get robbed, they take your wallet, you'll be fine. But they take your your freedom and your liberty, you know. So. But that's, you know, so that's what I've been doing with my spare time. So it just takes up a lot. And I say, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't know what to talk about a lot of times other than be prepared, be ready, read the writing on the wall. And when the shit hits the fan, just fucking duck. And, and I think, you know, with your history, I think you'll do a lot better than most people. In fact, you're probably, you know, I wouldn't say a newbie. You're probably more up in the intermediate class because prepping is a mindset and you've got a pretty good mindset I think after having to live in your car even for a week would be tough for most people so. yeah it's not that bad once you get there once everything's in place and you look around it's like hey I'm okay yeah. and you get to be outside every day and yeah. you know everywhere you go your stuff is all with you <laughs> kind of nice <laughs> Kind of uh, refreshing, yeah. Well, in in Arizona, and I don't know about what state you're from, but in Arizona, you can basically camp on on, on Forest Service or BLM land for 14 days without paying or kissing thing or anything. What's BLM land? Bureau of Land Management. They've come in and oh. states, and you know they use it. For God knows what purpose, but so you can, you know, you can just go park out in the forest and, you know, somewhere and be camping and, you know, you got to, can't have a fire if they say not to, but they can't come along and go, where's your permit? You just go, I'm just, you know, camping. I've, I've been here for, you know, a couple of days. And in Arizona, you can say you're prospecting and then they can't, they can't bug you at all because this is a mining state. Most states have mining laws that are pretty strong. So you don't say you're camping, just say you're prospecting and they'll just walk away. But, you know, so you can, you could kind of, you know, basically be living in your car out in the forest and enjoying the shit out of life and every 14 days just go somewhere else. I, w- I watched a movie with the gal from, uh, Fargo. And it was about people uh-huh. living in camp trailers and stuff. I, I can't remember. It was called like nomads or something like that. Really, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I remember. Really something. damn interesting. It's like, you know, she lived in her camper or van, had it fixed up really nice, and she worked for Amazon. And then, when the season was up, she'd just go live in her van. I mean, she wasn't rich or nothing, but. I think the most interesting thing about van living is figuring out your bathroom situations. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, there are. You can get real creative with that, especially when you're, like, in the city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you always got the, the five-gallon bucket with a, a garbage bag. but. <laughs> yeah, or the big gulp. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, you know, traveling a lot, I've had to use that one myself. So, <laughs> well, Sava, is that did I say it right? Yeah. Sava. Yeah. Well, good luck to you on the rest of your journey, and I'll, uh, next time I'm doing a live thing, if you see me, uh, just do whatever you did to get on the show, and that'd be awesome. I appreciate you. Thank All you. All right, you have a wonderful uh, rest of your week, or oh shit, until they fuck the world up. Enjoy life. You there? Oh, there it is. Yeah. That shows your your call ended. Are you still there? Or are you gone? Okay. Well, everybody, that's about all I can do. I've I've talked myself out, and uh, and Sava was uh, kind of a calling guest, which was very uh, unplanned but very awesome. And talked a little bit about some of her experiences in life and and what she had to go through and and how that uh, life can kick you in the ass when you're least expecting it and for the the fucking weirdest reasons. So always be prepared, always be ready. I will talk to all of you later and let's see how I tell this thing goodbye. All right, there it is. All right, y'all take care. Bye bye.